All right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday afternoon here, September 12th. Because we should also remember September 12th. Where were you the day after? Remember? Huh? Huh? Yes, I know. I know. Uh, 2001, September 11th, right? That was a that was a very interesting day. Um, I don't know if I shared a story. Where where was I? Where was I? I was 21 years old, young buck, prime of my life, whole life ahead of me, die. Oh, no kids, no wife, no ex-wife, no zero amount of babies, mamas. Man, life was good, dog. Life was good. And uh, that morning, I was working at Hooper Avenue Elementary School, dog, in South Central Los Angeles. I was a campus aide. And my job was to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning. I had to open up the gate. School started like at 7.30. But my job was to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning, make sure to open, have the, have the keys to the, to the whole school. The master keys die. And um, I love that job. Fucking, I've told you guys, I love that job, bro. That particularly morning, right? 2001, as you know, there's no internets, right? There's no social medias. I was driving my ass to work as usual, listening to the radio. Now, I, I do not remember hearing any news on the radio. I was I I was most likely on my CDs, my, on my tape, on my mixtapes, dog. There was no Spotify, there was no iTunes, no Apple Music. I was most likely because I remember exactly for what I remember from that day is hearing the news while I was at work. While I was at work, there was commotion. There was people panicking. There was teachers crying. There was people confused. Shit was going on. Yo, muy atento, doing my job, on the gate, greeting all the kids coming into the school, right? Then you start hearing people like, hey, did you hear what's going on in New York? We're being attacked, dog. We're being attacked, you know? And I just thought it was that crazy-ass fool, right? Running down the street, shooting at people or something. Maybe a car bomb. You know, you didn't think much. And, you know, the things just started escalating, right, rapidly that morning. And so then, obviously, the principal, like, okay, guys, there's going to be a lockdown. There's a lockdown, a lockdown in the school. We're going to lock all the gates. Because, yes, because we all feared that ISIS was going to come over to Hooper Avenue Elementary School in South Central Los Angeles on 52nd and Hooper to continue their attacks. Right. <laughs> Right, even right there and then, I'm like, I think we're, I think we're in one of the safest places in the country right now, guys. I don't see any terrorists coming down Compton Avenue to shoot up liquor stores and donut shops. Fool, I don't see that happening, right? I kind of put two and three together pretty quickly, doc. Uh, which mean, which I'm trying to tell you is that I wasn't scared or panicked in any way possible. Um. I was tripping out on other people being worried, right? I'm 21. You 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 think you're fear you're fucking, you know, fearless. I mean, you're fearless, invincible. You think you're invincible at that age too, dog. Anyways, but sure, people were worried. People were scared, dog. 
We locked down those schools, right? Got under our desks, right? Dropped, rolled, dropped, stopped, and rolled, whatever the hell. Anyways, I I am I am a campus A, ladies and gentlemen, which makes me uh, top flight security of the school. Yes, yes, I'm basically a hero. So now I am an essential, right? I am a first responder. Ladies and gentlemen, I am now a first responder to the school, right? My job was to protect the school, the campus, and the youth, the kids, the future. And I did, bro. Uh, there were a lot of kids who were worried, scared. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't remember exactly how the word was getting out, but we did put a TV on in the cafeteria. Uh, there was a TV. There was also a TV in the cafeteria for some reason. The one was the ones that you roll. The, the rolling ones. And so we rolled it out. We turned it on in cafeteria, turned on the TV. And sure enough, dog, yes, the fucking attacks. You saw the tw- the tower burning up. And, and I, honestly, my feeling was confusion, bro. I was just confused. Like, what? Why? Huh? This one, the first tower was on fire, on fire right? Um, I was like, what the hell? Is-? Then the second one hits. We were like, what the? But we're literally being attacked right now, fool. And then shit did get a little more serious after the second plane, right? And then you start hearing in the news, these planes were bound for L.A. Yes. I think we're next, I, I My thinking now turned into, there must have been some airplanes heading to New York that are rerouting back to L.A. to attack, fool. But even then, I was like, they're going to hit, what, City Hall? What are they gonna hit? Staples Center? Like, what are they gonna do? Like, Venice Beach? What? What? Muscle Beach? What? Are they, what are they gonna bomb? I wasn't really worried. They're not going to La Pacific Way. Relax. They're not going to Huntington Park, fool. You know. So I was never really worried in that form. I was like just worried that it could just things can escalate. You know, war wise. You know, war. Um, but it was it was an emotional day for sure. It was an emotional day. Seeing a lot of people. You know, crying, worried, scared. Uh, they were, and it was a trip. I remember the next day, uh, no planes. Like, there were no planes in the air at all. Like, zero planes. And obviously, here in L.A., we're not too far from the airport. And just that. I remember the, the air clearing. I remember, I remember missing sports. You know, I was like, come on, man. The Dodgers get back in the fucking... We got a big series against the Braves this weekend, man. What the heck? I wanted that. I just wanted normalcy. I wanted life to get back to normal. Everyone's just on the edge. Again, with all that, I was like, man, it's just going to get crazy, fool. We're going to go attack these fools. We're going to bomb the shit out of these motherfuckers. We're going to fuck shit up over there, bro. And, I mean, eso no se va a quedar así, güey. And then after an attack like this, obviously, the whole country is on alert. Military and everything. So you feel even safer. Like, Fool, now we're really looking for shit to go down. And so everyone's up and up, you know, with their eyes wide open. Again, I was not worried, fool. I was not worried at all about, like, being bombed on. It sucked what happened. I remember going home to my... I was still living at home. So I'm like, to my parents. I was still living at home. And seeing the news. And if you remember the news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I, what I do remember is, like, going to, like, the... American news, ABC, NBC, KTLA, you know, CBS, 
they were censoring a lot of shit. They weren't showing a lot of the graphic stuff that was going on, like the bodies jumping out of the World Trade Center. Those news services stopped showing that pretty quickly. Benar Telemundo. Not Univision, dog. If you wanted to see some motherfuckers jumping out of windows for their, you know, obviously to their death, unfortunately, you wanted to go to chat the Spanish news, dog, and which we did, of course. That's what we had on. And because I would go to my room and put on the English news and they weren't showing any of that. But I would come out to the living room with my parents and there was just poor, porista gente brincándose, jumping out of these buildings to their death, fool. That... They didn't impact me, bro. That still, that picture does still in my head, replays in my head every September 11th. Every September 11th, I picture people just jumping out of the World Trade Center, fool. To their death, fool. I mean, to get to that point, right? To get to that point where that's the only option you have, fool. Like the building, the floor, the walls, everything are caving in on you and burning and obviously no one's going to come get you and you have nothing else but to jump full. Oh, my goodness. That's the one that got to me. That's the one. And But I couldn't stop watching it, bro. Like, I would take breaks. I'm like, all right, it's enough. I can't see more. I can't see no more of this. But obviously, every news, news was, every channel was on this. So just turning on the TV was everything. But... ABC and the others were not showing that graphic nature stuff. These fools were not giving no fucks. Just showing people land, dead people on the ground, fucking body parts, people burning up, bro. Like, no, wait, they, were seeing, they were showing a lot. They were showing a little too much. I do remember that. September 11th, fool. September, I'm September 11th. Yeah, September 11th, 2001. Yeah, the world did change a little bit, right? And then after that, everybody was like so nice to each other. I do remember everybody just being so kind to each other, right? There was like no crime. Cholos were like nice to you. You know, black and brown were getting along. You know, do you remember, like, everywhere you went, every store, everywhere, hey, how's it going? Hey, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, I appreciate you. Buenos dias. Have a good afternoon. Have a good day. Everyone was just so nice to each other because of what we had just encountered as a country that it just had impacted us in such a shocking way that I just do remember that. I just remember... No crime. You would hear about this on the news. Like, crime has dropped like eighty percent. Right? No, no one's been no shootings. Right? No, uh, it's the thefts, major. You know, major stuff. None, zero. No drive-bys. No muggings. No beatings. Even the cops were behaving, dog. Even the cops were serving the people. It was amazing thing to see, dog. Oh, we're a pre. Oh, we're being all cool with the cops. Hey, first, hey, first responder, what's up, dog? What's up, first responder? Remember, like, no, and and the pussy, the firemen were getting. Oh my god, just just saying that you wanted to be a fireman was getting you laid, bro. I would try and say it, but no one was believing me, dog. So it was hard for me to fucking pull that one off. You know, pichapaga fueguitos over here, dog. I 
I would, you know, but nah. I, I, but just saying that, I, I wish I could be a fireman one day. Oh, that was enough, dog. That was enough. Oh, I, I remember seeing some chick that left me for a future fireman, dog. For a guy who's going to sign up to go into the fire academy. That bitch literally told me. I have her name right here and I tip of my tongue. I can't say it out loud. But she literally told me, I'm going to... I'm seeing someone else. I'm like, oh, yeah? Who? who you, what's, what happened? I thought we were having a good time. I'm, what's up? We're going to go to the movies this weekend. What happened? Yeah, no, I'm seeing this guy. He's uh, he's actually going to go. He's going to be a fireman. I'm like, oh, ah, makes sense. It is September 20th. Yeah, that's a thing right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, him, you know, it's so it's so cute that he's going to be in. So I'm so proud of him. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we started talking and we met at this bar and he told me he's gonna be a fireman and we've been seeing each other, we've been talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't think it's a good idea for us to hang out anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of going to New York and going to help out a little bit in the cleanup. Yeah, that's cute. You should do that. Yeah, there's a lot of cleanup going on. Yeah, a lot of uh, waste management people, they really need help over there. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was uh, nice uh, hanging out with you. I'm going to miss you. We had a good time. And yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. A few years later, dog, ran into that chick again. She wasn't with the dude and the fool never became a fireman, dog. So, yeah, fuck that. And look at me now. Look at me now. Look who you could have been with, girl. Look who you could have been. And I really like that girl a lot. I really, really like that girl a lot. She was like 18, dog. Oh, uh, 18 or 19. Oh, I was like 21. Oh, yeah, I missed that. Anyways, um, September 11th. Never forget, dog. Never forget, fool. Um, yeah, um, I don't remember much. I don't remember much after that. Um, as far as like, I just, like I said, I just remember that kind of stuff. Everyone being nice to each other, crime going down, trying to get back to normalcy. I do remember like sports coming back. It was like, it took about a week, right? Good four, five, six, seven days. And um, I don't remember how I felt about it. I don't know. I don't remember if I was ready for it, but I guess I was, right? I, everybody was just so in shock and numb. For such a, like, a good, like, a week, like, you just didn't know what to do with yourself, how to process this, how to handle this, that I guess, you know, somehow you put your mind, you, you wanted to move on, fool. Uh, and, of course, you know, all it was news, all, that, all the news, everything on TV was just that, was just that, right? The recovering efforts, the rescue efforts, all the what what really happened, why it happened, who did it. It was just a fucking news 24-7, dog, right? Then you start learning about the heroes who brought down Flight 93. And then just all the people from Los Angeles who were flying back home that died, that were in those planes. Just hearing all these people, the stories, my mom, that, not my mom, but people's interviews. Like my mother was in there, my father was there, my kids were in there. Just the amount of people get a thousands and thousands. Of, I went up to like what three, four, five thousand people dead, fool. Like just dead, dead, like dead, dead on the same day. It was a 
oh man, it was a lot, fool. It was a lot to take. And then obviously the the plans that that yeah that LA was next or LA was gonna go down and this and that and staying alert and we're still wow man it was just a lot it was just a lot it was very heavy dog I do remember I do remember being very heavy um, but I mean, but you're also 21 you know so I I do remember being kind of like fearless about it just like hey fool fuck it dog I'm down for whatever fool let them come dog let them come right being 21 like a fucking idiot. You don't have kids. You don't think about real shit. You just think about dumb shit. Um, but yeah, fool, it, it was a trip for just. Yeah, and I said this because you know I, I'm 43, dog. So it's like I know a lot of people here, listeners who are younger. You're in the early 30s, mid 30s, who casi no se acuerdan de ese tiempo, way, right? We're talking about you guys were probably like in middle school, in elementary. The you were probably the kids that I was working for at the time. I just remember kids being very confused, having a lot of questions I didn't know how to answer, right? I, I don't know, dog. Don't ask me, fool. Um, I just said, I remember Biggie, Biggie talked about this, dog. Biggie used to rap about this because, you know, because I'm blowing up, let the world trade, right? He knew, he's, uh, he's, uh, he knew about this, fool. And he warned us. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right. Anything else going on, bro? Uh, it's been a pretty cool week here, dog. Uh, pretty busy weekend, of course, at the Lab Factory, Covina, with the homie Concrete. Fool. We sold out three shows, dog. Two Saturday, one Sunday. Had a blast. Great energy. Great crowds, full. A lot of friends. You know, people coming out, supporting, dog. And I appreciate you, motherfuckers. The homie Sammy is still here. Uh it's going to get awkward when I charge him rent later when he leaves, fool. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when we get there, fool. Uh, yeah, he's been staying here. It's because, uh, as you know, as you know, we've been recording Tragos Amargos Season 2. That's right. The SAG strike did not stop us from doing... Uh, is that, are we scabs, fool? We're not scabs. Uh, the, the union, the strike, you know, the writer's strike did not... Stop us from making season two, Doc. Tragos Amargos podcast. We're supposed to, we're trying to get to eight episodes, guys. Sammy has been here for over a week and we have recorded four episodes. Yay! Yay! We're halfway there, dude. Halfway there. We're trying to get to eight, Doc. I don't see eight happening. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but I don't see eight happening. Uh, it's me. Uh, Sammy and Fernie El Chaton dog He's been killing that fool Chaton's been killing that dog With his insight Fucking He's uh he, He's the Pinche Analyst And I'm the Play by play guy Basically fool And Sammy is a Control freak in the back The nerd The geek Right Pulling all the strings together um, It's been great though it's, it's been fun uh, I don't want to say Which four we've done yet Because When we drop these We're gonna like Mix them up Right, we don't know which one's gonna go first, second, third, and fourth. So I don't want to tell you which ones we've done, but the four we have done are are fun. Dog. We we've had a blast with them, um, and I think you guys, I think definitely we've improved from last year. Our flows better, you know. We we understand each other better. We we read it, we read read off each other much better than season one. I think it's gonna be really good. We've also planned a lot better. Last time we were kind of doing our own individual research and fact-checking and deep dives. Um, 
and our half-ass internet research. We're doing that all, all on our own. This time now we get together. For like, we meet like for an hour. We talk about the points we want to hit. We watch some YouTube uh, videos together. We learn some shit together, and we carry that momentum into the studio. Ay ay ay, the studio. Ay ay ay, my son's bedroom, and uh, we we go in there, and with that momentum, we knock it out for. And I think the floor has been really good. I'm re I'm really excited because I think you guys are going to like it. Um, it's so good that, man, we actually kind of want to do season one all over again and probably we eventually will. Um, but at right now, let it be. They're good, fool. They are good. I'm just really hard on myself, but they're really fun too. But we've learned from our season one mistakes. We feel we've learned from those mistakes. And so now we're moving forward with much improved, you know, antics. So I'm, I'm excited, bro. Tragos Amargo. Season two dropping soon, dog. I can't wait, dog. When will it drop? I know you're asking already. When is that gonna drop, dog? When is that gonna drop, dog? Uh, depends on on Sammy. To be honest with you, this has got a bunch of projects going on at the same time. He's a freelancer, right? He does editing and shoot stuff for a lot of other people. So, uh, this is pretty much pro bono shit for him, dog. So we're at his will. But it's a passion project of his as well. It's our passion project. It's our passion. And so we're having it. So I'm sure he's going to get to it sooner than later, dog. And uh, our goal is by this year, right? We're already in September, compa. Uh, relax. Relax. All right? Still 2023 to drop. Maybe drop four in 2023 and then drop another four early 2024, something like that. Giving us time to get back together sometime in early 2024 and do this once again. Because um, the list is growing. The list is growing of legends, goats, kings that we want to cover. And queens that we want to cover in our Tragos Amargos show, dog. So, if you really liking, uh, you know, if you, if you like music. <laughs> if you like music, no mames. If you like music, this is going to be a good... <laughs> Tragos Amargos is the podcast for you. All right? Um... Cool. Other than that, Covino was dope. We got some shows coming up, man. Uh, the next one with Concrete right now will be in Denver. Once again, Denver, we moved that day to November 9th. Thursday, November 9th, Denver Improv. I, me, yo solito, I'm coming to Dallas, Hyenas, and Fort Worth, Hyenas, October 13th and October 14th. Fort Worth, October 13th, Dallas, October 14th. So, Concrete's trying to make that, uh, but he doesn't know if he can because his girl's about to pop for early October. So, that could mess everything up. He don't want to confirm and then have to cancel. So, at this moment, it's just me by myself. I can't bring Christian either, dog, because Christian's going to be celebrating his anniversary, his wedding anniversary. No, my miss. So, he's going to be doing that. So, I can't bring him either, dog. So, no Concrete, no Christian right now. Just me and then some, uh, I'll, I'll figure out who. I asked Jesus, he's busy. I'm, I'm, I don't know, fool. Jay's busy. I don't know. So it's going to be just one toxico, one toxic ass fool, basically. And then a week after, I'm going to be in Chandler, Arizona. Yes, Chandler, Arizona, October 20 and 21, Mike Drop Mania Comedy Club. Get your tickets. Tickets on sale now for... That one, again, uh, Concrete's busy, but I will be bringing Christian, dog. All right, bringing Christian for sure. 
for that one, dog. So it'll be fun, dude. We're going to have some fun. All right. Let me see here. Uh, let me get to a couple of shout outs before we uh, move on here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, all right. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Here's one right here. Right here. Uh, shout out to the homie. Arroba. Ay, 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 arroba. At Andy Taco underscore. He's like, what's up, man? Looking forward to the podcast this week. Hope you give a shout out to the Raiders. Yes, sir. 1761-0, baby. Kill those fucking Broncos. Ooh, I can't stand the Broncos, dog. I hate, hate, hate the Broncos, bro. But I'll see you guys November 9th in Denver Improv Company. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh... Raiders, oh yes, Raiders handled one and old baby is a beautiful thing. Jimmy G doing his pretty little thing. Uh, let me see here. Uh, okay, let me get uh, another thing. Going back to your previous podcast, I went to go see Blue Beetle. It was good, I guess. I'm a more of a Marvel fan, but went to go check it out since since everyone was saying it was good. Are you more of a Marvel or DC fan? Uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy Taco. Um, I think we talked enough about Blue Beetle, right? For they're not even paying me, dog. But yes, it was good. I'm glad you went to go see it. Glad you went to support. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that's another reason I was so impressed with Blue Beetles because I am more of a Marvel fan. Um, and and only because I'm only a Marvel fan because of the MCU, bro. The movies, as far as the comic book itself, like I've said many, many, many times. I've never really read any of the comic books ever, ever. I think that was the nerdiest shit to do, but, and I couldn't afford them. But back in my childhood, DC Rifaba, right? DC was way better than Marvel, right? They were more popular, obviously, right? Except for maybe Spider-Man, but it was all about Batman, right? It was all about Superman. It was about, you know, Pinche Aquaman way, Green Lantern way. Of course, remember Justice League, the cartoon? I love Justice Lee, the cartoon, man. That was a great cartoon. Um, I really enjoyed it, dude. I didn't know much about Marvel until the movies, dude. Obviously, Spider-Man, but they didn't have the rights to him yet. You know, we all heard about nerdy-ass Captain America and Pinche Sidekick Iron Man. That's what we knew about those fools, right? Pinche Green Hulk and stuff. Incredible Hulk, of course. Like, Thor's corny ass. You know, they were corny to me, dog. But the movies changed all that, fool, right? So once the movies drop, and I'm more of an adult, right, more seasoned person, yeah, of course, I was a Mar I became a Marvel Universe fan, bro. Like they got it, bro. They were doing it right, and so DC was just ugh, horrible movie after horrible. Aquaman was horrible, bro. I was not a good. I, I was not a fan of. I was really excited about Aquaman ever since Entourage, right? Remember Entourage when that fool was gonna play him, El, El Vinny. Was it played Aquaman? Oh, since then, I was like, man, imagine if they make the real Aquaman movie, fool. That's going to be so fired, huh? Horrible. First of all, my my Aquaman should be blonde, blue eyes, fool. I know my Aquaman as being a blonde, blue eye bombshell, right? With an orange top, right? This Iron Man is a little too grungy for me, dog, right? A little too dark-haired for me, dog. And I don't know, fool. But I say much about Roman Reigns, and I can't stand Roman Reigns. So all that didn't, didn't, didn't fit. And then just the movie itself was not great. Wonder Woman, I will give you props. Wonder Woman was a hard, difficult movie to pull off. 
but they pulled it off because they followed the same script as American, American, el pinche Captain America, fool. They basically did the same movie as Captain America, but Wonder Woman. That's pretty much what they did, fool, right? An old, like, war hero coming back again to the present day, right? And they, they did a good job with it, bro. They did a good job with it. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman Part 1. Part 2, Valio Verga, right? Horrible, bro. As far as Superman versus Batman movies, I enjoyed it. Superman versus Batman, just seeing both together fighting. I just didn't understand what the, all the fighting was about. The storyline lost me. I didn't get what they were so upset with each other about. I didn't understand it. Iron Man and Captain America, at least they set it up a little nicer, right? They were like contracts, y que la chingada, political views. I get it. All right. Se enojaron, wey. Pero estos weyes, I don't know what it was, fool. Like, it was just Superman went bad for a little while, and then, then he wasn't bad, then he was. I don't know, fool. Then Batman's weird, dog. Just getting his feelings hurt, fool. I don't get it, dog. But the movie itself was pretty entertaining, okay? Other than that, bro, like, the Superman movies themselves are aight. They're aight. But they're very difficult to pull off. That's you know, the thing about Superman, guys. Superman, the character, is a very difficult movie, movie to to pull out because Superman represents invincibility, bro. And nothing can beat Superman, fool. Nothing, dog. He's a man of steel, bro. He could fucking see through walls, bro. Faster than a speeding bullet, fool. Más rápido que un, loco, de un, que un tren, wey. So, it, what can you put him up against? Why, would, why are we going to root for this guy? How are we going to be rooting for this guy, bro? The only time you can beat Superman is if you get in through his mind, bro. He's weak-minded, compa. And then, they come, and then you're going to lose respect for the motherfucker who, who, who gets easily influenced, bro. So it's hard. It's hard to pull off a Superman movie. I get that part. I give you that. So every attempt, I appreciate the attempt, bro, but it's hard to pull off. Batman... The thing about Batman, he's a great hero, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. I love Batman movies, dog. But it feels like the same story is told over and over and over again about Batman, right? I'm getting too old for this. All these gadgets that I have, I shouldn't be doing this. People don't know who I am, but they almost find out. I got to keep my identity. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Right? That was the same story. Hot chick, la chingada. Oh, the same story, fool. Um, of course, the best Batman movie of all time is the one with the homie, right? The, the Joker, doc. That's the best movie. That movie was great from beginning to end. Even with that said, that movie could have used a good 10 seconds less, right? 10 seconds, 10 minutes. A good 10 minutes less into that movie because it's a little too long, like over three hours. They would have cut it down to at least 10, 15 minutes. It would have made the movie much better, fool. And more screen time to the homie Joker, fool. That would have been awesome, bro. All right? Uh, which, of course, he's a great actor, bro. You know how big of a fan of Broken, Broke Back Mountain I am, bro. Broke Back Mountain is one of my favorite movies of all time. Because they did the gay shit right. They did it correctly. That's how gay shit really is, bro. People who are fighting their emotions, their feelings, themselves. Trying to hide from the world. You know, all this living a double life, that's what gay shit is, bro. All right? Hear me roar. I am here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, fool. That was just a great acting movie, bro. It's compas aventaron, way. They did a hell of a job, bro. A difficult role to play. 
Great story they told. It was amazing, the movie. I love that fucking movie, dude. Can't wait to see what my kids, bro. I, I want to see what their response to this movie is. I think they're almost ready. 15 and 16, I think they're almost ready for... I think they're ready. I think they're ready. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I don't care if they're already. I'm going to watch it myself anyways. Brokeback Mountain. I don't know. Heath Ledger, bro. That fool was a G, bro. I and mean, he's truly missed. Truly, truly missed. All right. Uh, man, okay. So anyways, Andy, Andy Taco, I hope that answered your question. Okay. Uh, let me see what else. Here you go. Um, let me see. Let me look for another one. Oh, yeah, let me look for more fucking. Uh, I think that's it. Let me see if I have any more. For a a a Oh yeah, here's one. Uh, here's an old one that I forgot to read. Shout out to Alfredo Ramirez. Kionda Jerry Boy. Oh yes. What's your compass name that has the plug for the bobbleheads for the Dodgers? Shout out to at Bobble Frank. Hit him up for all your bobblehead needs and all Dodger giveaway needs. Uh, I'm planning on starting to collect them since my girl gave me the thumbs up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's right. That's why I screenshotted this. And that's why I said I was going to shout to you. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe. Yeah, I, I replied, bro, you don't have to share that last part, bro. Let me read this message on my podcast, please. Cause and he's like, why? Cause you said you're gonna that your girl let you that your girl is letting you collect bobbleheads now. O M G, no mames, way. Uh, that is funny, fool. Dude, women do have that power, dog. I know, fool. It's a trip. They they don't even let us collect dolls. That's fucked up, fool. Uh, but shout out to Alfredo. I just thought that was funny, fool, when he hit me with that one. Um, speaking of which, you know, obviously a lot of people are asking me, like, what do you think about Julio Diaz? What do you think? Like, I'm going to defend the guy. Even if, I, even if I wanted to defend the guy, I can't. Out loud. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not that I would. I'm sorry. I'm it's a joke. Relax. It's a joke. Listen, the fool is an idiot. You fucked up. Never should have done that. I tell my kids all the time, don't fucking ever put your hands on any lady, woman, female, ever. Not worth it. Nothing. They don't deserve it. Ne nothing, fool. Never, right? Of course, that's that's where I stand. Of course. But I'm kidding, I'm kidding. There's a but, there's always a but. I'm kidding, there's not no but on this situation. Um uh, Let me see. Here's my butt, dog, alright? I hope you enjoy it. Um now nah, wait. No, nah, my only butt is what I'm saying is that uh this girl hit me up. She's like, yo, what do you think? I'm like, oh, of course a fucking asshole with an idiot. I like she's like, I know, huh? I know, huh? I threw away all his bobbleheads, I broke them and I threw them away. I'm like, e easy there. Easy there, chair. Earthquake, relax. It's not, uh, I don't go that far. I'm not going to break my, I'm not going to throw away my Julio Diaz bobbleheads. I'm not, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. You know, uh, I, I, I just don't want to. I don't know what, I don't know what to say, but I just don't want to. I'm not happy with the guy. I'm, a, I'm really disappointed in him. I hope he never plays another game in Major League Baseball. He doesn't deserve it because with that comes millions of dollars that he don't fucking deserve, dog. But with all that said, bro, I mean, que culpa tiene los bobbleheads, güey? Que culpa tiene los bobbleheads, güey? Like, for me, like, I don't get it, dog. Like, I got hundreds of bobbleheads, guys. Hundreds. Hundreds of little monitos. Hundreds of, indi of individual men in my fucking trophy cases here. I'm sure a lot of them have done a lot of other bad things, fool, that we may or may not know, right? Uh, 
Yeah, bro. Like, no, it's not that serious, dog. It's not that serious for me as far as that part. That part. Breaking, throwing away, bobbleheads. No. If I had a, if I, Jared Bauer was supposed to get a bobblehead before this happened. Of course, they canceled it also. If they would have given that bobblehead, I, I was, that bobblehead, bobblehead would still be in my fucking trophy case right here, dog. Like, no. It's not, no, relax. Okay? It sucks that I have four Julio Rios bobbleheads and he's in there. It sucks that who he become, who he is. Yeah, it sucks. But still put my collection on. What do you guys think? Am I wrong for that? You can push back. I, I, give me the other side of that. Just give me the other side of it. Uh, by leaving him there, it doesn't mean that I'm like supporting him in any way. I'm not. It's just a monito way at that point. It's a Dodger figure, figurine. It's a cool little Dodger figurine. One of them has a Mexican flag wrapped around him. Dog, like, that's dope. Hey, man, it's not my fault the Dodgers gave out a fucking Julio Rios bobblehead every year, dog. It's not my fault, fool. They, they, I've been saying that about the Dodgers. Y'all give out the same bobblehead motherfucker every year, dog. Y'all should only give away 10 bobbleheads a year. That's it. No more than 10 and have them be special. They don't have to be a Kershaw bobblehead every year. They don't need to be a Kershaw. I got like 12 Kershaw bobbleheads, fool. Like, there's no need for a Kershaw bobblehead every year, bro. None. Just... Dude, dude, do like five current Dodgers and five ex-Dodgers. And, dude, th 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 that would be more meaningful. It's just, there's like over 20 bowheads this year, bro. Over 20, dog. That's, that's not cool anymore, fool. Like, it's losing my, it's, lo it's losing the fucking, you know, the specialty of it, dog. I've, I've missed like three, four, five bowheads already, dog. And I'm not in a rush to get them anymore. Before I was all like anxious about having to get them, bro, but, now, first of all, I got the homie Bobo Frank, dog. He hooks it up anyway, dog, you know, for a low, low price, bro. And he'll hook you up, too, for a low, low price, dog. Like, come on, dude. It's not that serious anymore. And that sucks because I really enjoy collecting these bobbleheads, dog. It's, but it's taking that away, being that there's so many of them now. All right? All right, man. I'm about to wrap this shit up. Before I got more shit to do. Uh, let me see here. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. Um, beautiful week one of football. Very interesting one, right, guys? Where where my Rogers lovers at? Pobrecito, the way I was watching that game, dog. Remember, if you saw the game, he went down one time before, right? And then he went down again. Didn't look bad. Yo, Lego, Lego, and fucking pinche exagerado, we No mames, get up, fool. Fucking attention whore. Look at this guy. Cause he, I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. I, hey, hey. Aaron Rodgers, dog. But I don't wish him to be out a year. That's fucked up. I want to see him play. I want to see him go out there and compete and do his thing. Of course, I want to. I want to see him go out there and me root against him. I don't want him injured, bro. Like I don't want nobody injured, dog. Sucks, bro. Fucking sucks. It's funny. It's funny, but it sucks, fool. But it sucks, dog. Finches jets away, and you know I did. I, I sat down Breeze Hall like an idiot. Another thing. I'm in five leagues, bro. I'm in five. And I think I went over. I've done five leagues for the last couple of years already. But this year, man, I went one and four. I only won one of my leagues this week, dog. The other four, I got my ass kicked. And I don't know, man. I think I'm taking on a little too much. The problem is that this year, all, like four of the five um, drafts, I was like at shows. One of them was like, I was in El Paso, Texas. Another one, I was in Albuquerque. Another one, I was at a show locally here in L.A. Like, I, and I hate that because I can't concentrate, bro. I can't concentrate and do my draft correctly how I wish. 
So that sucks, fool. And then the one in person, también, so many distractions, bro. I had the kids there. Sammy was here, dog. You know, I had to tend to them, make sure they're fed. My girl was hanging out, fool. We're at the mall, bro. It was at Downey at the Stonewood Mall. So many this, I'm getting recognized. Ay, ay, ay. People want to take pictures. Ay, ay, ay. It was hard to fucking zone in, dude. It really was. Uh, I was, man, it affected me, bro. It really affected me. So I'm not doing so well in these leagues right now, bro. I sat down Brees Hall because everyone kept saying that he's coming off this injury, that he's not 100%, that he's going to be spreading carries with Dalvin Cook, that Dalvin Cook's still going to be number one, Brees Hall's going to be number two. And then, of course, Brees Hall has a year, the fucking... Game of his life, dog. Right? And then, uh, in another league, I needed a defense or something. Right? So I picked up this, a, a whack defense. Fool. I didn't get a really, like a Jacksonville Jaguars or some defense, dog. And I, cause I didn't draft a deep, I didn't draft a defense like a pendejo, right? So now I gotta draft, check this one out, guys. I have to pick up a defense and now I have to drop a player and my ass drops Kelly, Joshua Kelly from the Chargers back up to who? El pinche compita, right? Uh, Eckler. So I'm like, yeah, Kelly's not going to play much, dog. I could pick him up later. He's going to be in a waiver wire. Bro, Eckler had a great game, but so did Kelly. Kelly balled out also, bro. And I'm like, come on, dude. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, I, I just made a lot of bad moves, dude. I, I picked up Cooper Cup in one of my leagues, but I picked him up late, dog. I picked him up like in the fifth, sixth round, bro. He was still available, and it was a fifth round or so, and I said, you know what? You know, yes, I know he's not 100%, but this is a good time to pick him up, all right? So I don't really regret it, but of course, he goes on the injured list, fool. Now he's out for like four weeks. Then I pick up Jonathan Taylor. Same draft, same draft. I pick up Jonathan Taylor also, like, like in the sixth or seventh round. And this motherfucker decides not to play the first four weeks also. So I'm, I'm okay because where I drafted him late in the draft, not early, but it's still affecting my bench. These two fools are taking up two uh, positions on my bench right now, waiting for them to come back. So my bench is weak right now, and my starters are not the greatest. So it's hard, man. It's hard, man. For those of you who know fantasy football, you get me, dog. But the Raiders did great. I'm glad to see the Rams win, bro. I love seeing the Rams win also, bro. Uh, they do, they did their thing. And, uh, it's going to be a great season, guys. It's going to be a fun, fun season. I'm glad it's here. Dodgers winding down their season, getting ready for the playoffs, fool. We're all fucked up. Kershaw's hurt. Dafu's not doing good. Pichoria, Valeo Verga's way, Uriah's way. So now we got to rely on these baby pitchers. We got to rely on these baby kid pitchers to take us through the playoffs. Now, of course, I don't feel as confident as these other veterans would make me feel. But being that they're kids, strong, lively arms, bro, you know, they're just getting ready for this moment, fool. They're preparing for this moment. I really do think good things can happen. Hopefully, with si Dios quiere. Si Dios quiere. Si Dios quiere. Because even Walker Buehler let us down, bro. Walker, I was really excited about Walker Buehler coming back. Low-key, Walker Buehler is one of my favorite, favorite pitchers, you know, uh, the Dodgers have had in on, on a while. I love his aggressiveness, his pitching, his everything, fool. So he's when he's on, he's one of the best in the game. So, all right. I'll wrap it up there, guys. Uh, I think I got it. I think that's it with the shout-outs, fool. Um, 
Shout out, shout outs. Um, oh, last thing, I was at this Chicano Hollywood event. Uh, at a conference, I spoke on a panel. Ay, ay, ay. I spoke on a panel on behalf of comedians. Me, Joy Medina, Alfred Robles, compa, and the homie Edwin Licona, who's a producer of the HBO Max specials, was there. Also on the panel, we had a blast. Shake some hands, shake some babies, dog. Uh, got to see some beautiful people. Took some dope pictures, dope shots. I, uh, Sammy was my plus one. He hooked it up with a lot of BTS footage. We'll be putting a little video together with that and uh, sharing it with you, motherfuckers, dog. So I'm excited about that fool and uh, had a great time out there. Uh, shout out to everybody I saw out there. There's listeners out there. Full Nestor was out there. He's a listener. Uh, Manny Jimenez is a listener. He was out there. Full. There's a lot of good supporters out there. Listening to this podcast, who we're at the event, and I appreciate you, motherfuckers. I really do, man. Uh, I appreciate all you motherfuckers who uh, who take time for Joe Castro, dog. I know I'm forgetting some names. I didn't write them down for, uh, but it's a it's a beautiful thing for all of us to come together. A bunch of brown pride, and yes, I'm saying brown pride, compa, littered because it was literally that. A bunch of brown people doing beautiful things in Hollywood, behind the scenes, in front of the camera, on stages, bro. And it was a pleasure and an honor to be a part of that and be able to speak on behalf of our colleagues. And it was a, it was an amazing thing for, it was a great experience. Edward James Almos was out there. Compita Emilio Rivera was out there. Uh, yeah, bro. I, I didn't get a chance to hang out with them. And man, I just missed them. As a matter of fact, I left as they were coming in. They were there in the afternoon session. I was in the morning session and uh, I didn't want to hang out that long. There was still like two hours away from them coming in and I don't want to wait that long. So I took off, but I had a blast, bro. Thank you for the invite. Chicano Hollywood, support them. They have a streaming app available. You should check it out, guys. And um, that's pretty much it for me, man. Let's have a great fucking week, guys. Agarrense, cabrones. Uh, I'm coming at you guys. Uh, shows coming out. Like I said, Denver Improv, November 9th. Chandler, Arizona, September 20 and 21. And I've got a pinche, I'm sorry, did I say September? No, not September. October 20 and 21. October 20 and 21, Chandler, Arizona, Mike Drop Mania. Fort Worth, Texas, October 13th. Dallas, Texas, October 14th, bro. Okay? So, yeah, September, I'm pretty, staying pretty locally. I mean, I'll be in Salt Lake, Utah, filming some, little, some, filming some show. Uh, so I'll be doing that and I'm kind of preparing for that right now. So I'm just doing a lot of local shows for it. For, so, um, let's get ready, man. Let's get it. Everybody who came out to Covina Laugh Factory, thank you so much for the love, fool. Appreciate you motherfuckers. Had a blast. And, uh, Cocky and I will be doing more core headliner shit, man. So hopefully, uh, I got in the same ways and, uh, we'll make it happen, bro. Thank you again for everything, bro. Uh, I think that's it, man. I'm trying to think what else I got. All right. I think that's it. Let's have a great one, man. I'm Horacio. I'm out. <laughs>